Welcome, welcome. Thank you for tuning back in to Sky's Limit Podcast. I'm your host, Sammy G, and buckle up for a crazy conversation with my good friend, Lindsay, who has her own podcast called Granola Ho. So this will be a throwback to the summer during Pride Month. And yeah, it's going to be a great conversation about manifestations and intention building. And I really hope you guys can really take something from this episode. So I hope you enjoy and here it is. So Sammy and I met back in 2015 in our first year university living on res together. And you know when you meet somebody and you feel like you've already known them before, like you're already familiar with each other and you become so close immediately, you know, you don't even have to say the words, you just know already. That's what that connection was like. And I deeply appreciate this human and their perspectives and the conversations we have. So we wanted to share these conversations with you. Today's episode is all about intentions, setting intentions, manifestation, manifestation, journaling, Mm -hmm. solidifying goals, and working to achieve it. Growth, pain through growth. Resiliency. Resiliency. It's about it all. It's a big one, it's, baby. It's about being better than yesterday. Yes. And not comparing yourself outwardly, but inwardly and doing the shadow work. Exactly. Realizing your own competition is yourself. Because if you're competing with yourself, you are your worst critic sometimes. But sometimes that's going to propel you into your best version of yourself. It's so true. That's a good goalpost to be like, am I doing better than I was doing yesterday? Because that's the biggest goal. We should goal. make t-shirts. Granola home. Oh, the merch is coming. Stay tuned. Uh, collaboration, everyone. I feel a collab coming on. <laughs> I mean, it just gets so exciting because I feel like every time we talk is a podcast, and we're like, we should have that. That should have been. Oh my gosh. Reported for context, everybody. We have already been hanging out for how many? We've been hanging out for four and a half hours. <laughs> we went for lunch. It was a delicious. A delicious lunch. Cutest place. Cute little place. Where do we go? Bear and Joey in Victoria. Ah! <laughs> dude, this is why we're good because we're synchronized. Like Synchronized with the energy, guys. Same wavelength. Energy and wavelengths. Oh. Read about it. Google about it. Horoscope about it. It's real. Horoscope Ener- about it. <laughs> it is real, though. Energy is everything. We Water are en- is energy. Yeah. Air, wind, power. Like everything's connected, and if you do the hard work, you will see it. Your third eye, that opening. Ooh, yes, yes, yes. Yes. It's so true. No, it's so true. And now, now we're sitting at a river's edge at the it's gorge. It's so beautiful. Do you see these greens? People kayaking. People one with the earth. This girl is her very own business owner and a creator. She is the epitome of the artist in this lifetime. She embodies creation. She's the vessel. Ah, the muse. The muse. <laughs> it is about going through hardships and taking those hardships and just making art out of it. Because I feel right. like it saved my life. What like, else are you going to do? I feel like if I didn't have art and, or artist expression through writing music, making music, I wouldn't have made it through all the shit I went through. And I wouldn't have grown so much so quickly yeah. without creating something and looking back on that I mean like wow at that moment of creating that I was in a whole different ballpark of where I am in my mindset and my energy is yes like last year me oh she is just looking real sad she was sad mine she too. was a sad bitch oh she was she was a sad girl club I was 
depressed, like anxiety. Capital D depressed. Capital D, like she got that D and not in the way you want it. You know what I'm saying? And it was. Oh fuck! I've been getting, I've been getting zero D in real life because all of it's been internal. That depression, baby. We want to shift everyone's mindsets and we try to shift our own mindsets to that things, bad things happen for us, not to us. Because it depends how your perspective, how you perceive and appraise the situation, then how you form your reactions and act. And you can choose to be resilient, choose to take it as a learning curve. choose it every time. You have to choose it though. But and those people that you want them to choose it, you can't want them to choose it more than they are actually going to choose it. Because you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. I love that saying because it's so And that's another thing, manifestations. You don't necessarily have to fake it till you make it, but you have to be confident enough in yourself that even if you make mistakes and trip up, that you are worthy of that opportunity. And you have to believe it. That's what I mean. Like, believe it to see it is kind of how manifesting works. Like if you write it down, if you take the time to make a business plan, that business plan is more likely to get close enough to what you wanted versus not making a business plan like I, <laughs> which I will do this year. But because like it's scary after graduation, like I just didn't feel like I knew exactly what I wanted. And now I can, I've had more clients. I've been able to kind of like move through the last two years and like know that what works and what doesn't and what I need from my business. And now I think I can build a business plan off of that. That's good. But I feel like right out of university, like my mindset was not where I needed it to be. We need to talk about this. This is very important. Let's talk about how no education prepares you for the real world. No, it doesn't. And guys, we did like, I did four. Did you do five? No, I took I took four and a half years to do my bachelor's of science because I took, I t- taking time off to go work at the lodge oh yeah 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 um, she she take she took time off and you were like seeing black bears you're like a like a guide yeah. a guy you're so cool she's <laughs> so cool <laughs> coolest friend Stop. i can say the same thing about you why are we such water sign <laughs> as i'm a fire sign of aries oh, but yeah. like my moon and my rising double whammy cancer so like it's just i feel a lot more like emotions it's weird. So you're, she's an Aries sun sign mm-hmm. and stuff, but you have water placements and I'm, I have like a Pisces sun and water. a Cancer moon, but then my, my Mercury is in Aries and my like, my, and, and I have something else in Aries too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we Saturn both have Aquarius in yeah. our chart. It's crazy. I have a lot of, Aquari- it was weird when I counted the Aries weird. and the Aquarius, it was almost equal, which is why I attracted so many Aquarius men. Sorry, y'all. But it just didn't work out because as they say, for it, it could be the perfect, and sometimes it did feel perfect. Air signs with fire signs can be the perfect match. But if the uh, air gets too much for me, yeah. then my fire's out, which what happened last year. I just felt no energy. I felt drained. I was sleeping through the day. I felt so unproductive. And we talked about that. Rest is productivity because it prepares you to do proper work later instead of pushing through grinding and like unsustainably unsustainability yeah and that's another thing about just globalization like we need to yeah. remember that locally sourcing our stuff is way better support local y'all for real you know <laughs> support your local photographer and artists you know yes. <laughs> okay but bringing it back mm-hmm. so when tell us when did you finish university and i'll tell you when i finished mine and when we started our both of our crises because i also went through it when i finished university so i started well, we started in 2015, but I ended in like the commencement June 20, June 14th or something. June 12th, commencement happened at 20, in 20, 2019. 2019. Oh, 2019. So okay. 20, because we actually had one. 
and then the other one would have been right before COVID, and then the people graduating April, May, June, or whatever of 2020, like, it was so loud, so, like, Chloe had that, and it was, like, super harsh, because you literally were so excited to finish, and then COVID happened, and it just ruined everyone's, Mm -hmm. like, excitement, and, like, all these years I put into this, and I was supposed to be celebrated, and you've extending me a shitty box with a shitty confetti. Yeah. (laughs) That I don't even want. Is it, is it even conscious for the earth to, like... Okay, so you finished in 2019. I was supposed to graduate at the same time of you as you, pardon but you, me, you but I took my time. I had four classes left to take after that year, and I you couldn't worked. take all of them. No, no, because I was working until October at the lodge. Then I went traveling for a couple months to Peru and Ecuador and came back. And then from January of 2020 to April of 2020, I did the last four classes. So I literally finished my degree in the pandemic as well. That is me. I'm that person who had the most anticlimactic finish. It's rough. To a degree. I finished finished my last exam of my entire degree alone in my house online, closed my laptop and was like, well... That was that fun. was that. I guess that was an expensive piece of paper. What's next? And then I proceeded to have multiple identity crises and be in, very understimulated and unsatisfied in a workplace because you're right. Like we're like forced through this education system from f- such a young age. We're like they're told figure out what you want to do. Like go to school for it. Like that's your career. You. Pick a career. Do nine to five generally. <sighs> Or worse, like 16-hour, 12-hour shifts, like doctor, lawyer, whatever it is. You're giving your whole life away. Mm-hmm. For what? Or is it? If it's satisfying you, then at least you're doing something you love. But when it's for the institution and you are a commodity, we were talking about yeah. this. Like this all translates back to like intentions and spirituality and manifestation. Yeah, we're getting to it, folks. Sorry. Stay with us. Stay we're, with us. <laughs> we're trying to create the buildup of conflict. We're, we're telling you our stories so that <laughs> some you, conflicts yeah and then some success stories yeah of how we pulled ourselves out of this shit because yeah. right now we're not sad girls no last but we, year last we were. 2020 was a sad bitch 2020 year. was not it it was not it you, you have a choice to make so yeah. you picture us we finished school mm-hmm. we don't really know what our purpose is in this world but we know that it is to create but it, we know say? the artists creation cre- meaning of life is creation yes yeah meaning of life is creation it's not to work a nine to five within a capitalistic structure, by the way, that is a fucking lie. And personally, my family is very institutionalized. I've said it before on the podcast. It took me until very recently to realize that I don't need to feel, feel guilty for pursuing creative outlets and trying to monetize them. I was only told that creative outlets could be hobbies. I was told that I had to be institutionalized and get an education and get a job. And just like, that was it. Like my parents preached that, you know, like, you're not productive unless you're productive under capitalism and you pick a job and it's gonna suck but like that's life you just work and I am refusing that mindset because you could either choose to be complacent in that sad girl club in that nine to five in that institutionalized life or you can choose to think outside the box begin questioning things and actually putting the effort and energy towards setting your intentions and goals and taking yourself to the place that you want to be but you know why like people are so scared of that creativity why because to be creative and to actually have creative outlets is to be free like if you think about it your creativity nobody else can take away that like that part of you your creativity is how like protests happen how pride Um, happen mm -hmm. because they got creative they were like fuck it like i'm just gonna have a rally it's gonna have a riot like and now it's something we still celebrate today which is freaking crazy. Happy Pride, everyone. Happy yes, Pride absolutely. to all the non-binaries. She, hers, they, thems. 
Except PM to the corporations that use pride as a marketing scheme. Yeah, and don't give you a fuck, fuck you. Yeah, not great. Fuck corporate pride, but happy pride to everyone else. Happy pride to like people that actually are happy in the pride, pride family. Happy pride to people. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just like creativity is the one thing. And like artists are th- what keeps pushing. Yep. Like Make what do the we world go around? What do we learn about when we're in school? Generally, like we learn about art history. We learn about these people, psychology. That's an art in itself. To think about the mind. To think about abstractly of things. Mm-hmm. To use your brain and to create and to go against the grain of the normative. Basically, every psychologist or philosopher, philosopher or sociologist, or sociologist. anthropologist, <laughs> they were all like crazies in their day. Like they were like radicals. Yes. Radicals. Yes. And we and I've been called a social justice warrior. Oh my gosh, my parents call me a little climate social justice warrior all the time it's just to, like, to, to undermine my arguments. I'm, I'm sorry that I care about humans and I want to help people come yeah. to that realization that they have the power to at least change their community. If you start small and you help your community... Change, no, you have to start with yourself. You change course, yourself, yes. you change the ones around you, you change your community. It's a butterfly effect, but it starts within and that's the point of this podcast. Sorry to interrupt. Manifestations, yes. No, but it's good because we think we understand that they're going to understand, but it's good we have to elaborate bring it back yes let's be honest both of us are a little bit on the neurodivergent side and sometimes our conversations are hard to follow it's hard to follow and i'm so sorry if this sounds like all over the place but i think it's helpful that all of these examples do lead back to the self and lead back to even within the society that's fucked and it's kind of like you know tripping out and all that we are still yes in a pandemic but we also still have so much capacity we've been given a lot of resources i've been given a lot of resources Mm -hmm. through this pandemic and i'm super thankful that i've been able to take those support systems and turn it into investing in my business and trying to like find other ways of creating if i can't do like an art event like physically then how can i get into those spaces digitally and using your social media to reach out and like human connection and i love video calling now like i before like i felt like it was awkward because well we can just see each other but now that there's like literally there were so many restrictions since like november to like just (laughs) (laughs) it's so nice to be here with you now but like video calls are so nice to just be able to like catch up and like even if it's an hour like obviously hanging out today it's like we're making up for a year (laughs) we are well we were talking we were talking about how much of a difference it makes hanging out with people who are on the same wavelength and that the conversation to energize you because both of us are people who are normally very very drained by social situations mostly because we're both highly empathetic individuals and are often taken advantage of by narcissists and or energy vampires vampire. energy vampires energy vampires we're really bad at energy vampires so so we were talking about how liberating and energizing it is to be able to hang out again because and we fulfill each other's energy yeah which we can like recharge each other while spending yeah. energy. Like I'm feeling recharged being right next to you and just even touching your elbow. I'm like, Aww. ooh, yeah, that's the, Oxy- that's the jolt I need. That's, that. <laughs> that's that shit that drives me crazy. <laughs> like it's just yeah. energizing. And that's how I feel about Christopher, my partner. Oh. Okay. <laughs> um, so I would just like the world to know Sammy has in fact secured for herself a zaddy. And I am quite envious, but mostly just happy <laughs> for them. Zaddy secured. (laughs) Unlocked. (laughs) You did. No, so, okay. So, go through it. Let's try and keep this focused. So, we talked about how last year, and this is not, by the way, I've said before, progress is not linear. Yeah. 
So, yes, we're going to try and be better than we were yesterday, but we're also not going to beat ourselves up when we if do we, regress. If we, like, go back two steps. Two steps, yeah, exactly. Like, one step forward, two steps back, two step forward, one step back. Like, but if, you could go ten steps yeah. and then two steps back. It's all dependent on your mindset and how aware you are and sometimes you're more aware some weeks and then other weeks you feel overwhelmed like we yes. have and we kind of let wreck loose and it's like oh maybe i need to get back on my yes i <laughs> self-isolate because people drain me and when i don't have the energy to even communicate communicate you don't want to be an take asshole. care of myself yeah. You just, yeah. you focus on yourself and it's not even selfish. The selfish people are the ones that don't communicate that. I hate mm-hmm. when people ghost you or like leave you on oh, red. Like, if, like, I know everybody's done it by accident, but yeah. if you're a perpetual leave people on red, like, please do not talk. <laughs> don't at me. <laughs> I would rather hang out with a few choice people that I like than person than text meaninglessly and give my energy no, away I to people who don't texting. give a fuck about me. Yeah. And so... Yes, we've both been through it with mental health. We've both been through it with situational things, injustices, like fucking mistreatment, abuse, okay? Emotional turmoil. And and we have both pulled ourselves out of it multiple times. That's because the thing. you can slip back. You and can slip back, but you pull yourself out again. We are in a good position right now. We are in a good mindset right now, and we're super happy and energized. Mm-hmm. But maybe tomorrow I wake up a little more like... Oh, like I feel like I I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing, or like yeah. I feel harder on myself, and then I feel less than than I do today. But that doesn't take away the, from the fact that I am worthy of exactly. all the things I want and all the things I'm achieving. It's about knowing your worth and loving yourself and knowing your boundaries and what you deserve, and then demanding it essentially. And that also involves demanding them from yourself. And that brings us back to intention. So I would like to talk now about yeah. how. You pulled yourself out of your last sad girl, big D depression. Uh, how uh, you manifested your dream partner. Mm-hmm. How you are now. You you did exactly. You figured out the formula. I think I owe it a lot to Catherine. Shout out to Catherine because <laughs> she literally. I uh, okay. So how I got super intense into the spirituality journey. Like I've always been spiritual, especially growing up in the church. Like once I was like out of high school like I even before high school like I was bullied in the church and shit but they would trust me with the children they'll trust me to like put the youth and like be a teacher but they won't necessarily trust me in the church to be part of the community I'm like a nanny like they viewed me Uh, as like nanny is what I felt like and then grade nine I just left because I was like I don't want to feel othered and I don't want to feel like I'm different than other kids yeah you know like I just felt like alienating so I left the church and then I felt like the more I learned about spirituality the more I was like that's what I feel Mm -hmm. like like I feel like there's more than the church is such a man-made like not it just doesn't feel authentic you know it's not some man was supposedly hearing things and writing things down but anybody could say anything like you know yep human translation is filtered by biases it's been translated thousands millions over years (laughs) centuries so it's just like How can we say that this is the original text or this is the test? Yeah. I agree. (laughs) So I've talked about this a lot on previous episodes. Okay, cool. Because the spiritual journey for me has been like, I've always been so empathetic. So it's easy for me to kind of change perspectives, but all collectively different perspectives have their perspective. Like I can understand different perspectives and it's added to my final version of my perspective. Yeah. If that means anything. So starting in the church wasn't a bad thing because it, for me it was nice and structured like like going to like youth or like 
having game night r- routine and- is very important as well by the way people and i think that's when structure of activities and commitments to memberships or community okay. things is valuable to be part of the community, yeah, to be part of a community but not allow the community to dictate your mind entirely yeah. question everything i say i say it before i say it again <laughs> so always <laughs> think for yourself of course but enjoy those outlets so yeah. like if you're in a youth program if you're in a band if you're in like mm. some type of creative aspect even if it's games like Youth was really fun. Like you did make cool friends. <laughs> it was, and dude. I went to youth group too. I loved youth group. Youth group was lit. Even kids that were like atheists or like didn't believe, but like oh, their dude, parents yeah. sent them oh, because uh-huh. they were like all the Go. troubled kids. So the parents were like, "Hey, can you guys bring this little fucker with you guys on Wednesday? Maybe you can convert him." And like, and we would literally, it would just be like a whole gang of us, like fucking fun. around, but like in a pure way. Yeah. And like all those, like they did a glow stick party or like one of those, like they did like a concert because there I, there were different churches. Like there was one that like. They had a collective meeting at a different church. And it was so cool because that youth group was different. They were lit lit. Like, wow, it's like a little club for kids. It was so cool. It was like a little party for little grade 10s. It was so cool. Grade 8s. And that's when she started raving. I'm just kidding. I'm just I've never done that before. Oh, have you? Shit. No, I have. My bad. Sorry. I was projecting. <laughs> my bad. My bad. I'm the degenerate here. I forgot. Uh, as you were. <laughs> okay, so you wanted to know how I got out of sad girl moment. How'd you get out of sad yeah. girl? How did you figure out what was your realization in setting intentions, goals, okay. manifesting? Yes, and I was thanking Catherine. Sorry, Catherine. Yes, I Catherine. Got off. Shout out. <laughs> She's, she was like studying, and I mean, she, I hope she does it full time because she really helped me and I think she she helped a lot of people that she offered in her post so it started with a post on Facebook and I was just scrolling and I was in the heat of the the downfall of the relationship to the point where I knew breakup was coming her last relationship by yeah. the way which Past ended when uh it ended like the first week in a bit of November so November 10th 9th of 2020 2020 so okay. this was like almost Christmas time y'all like literally people were probably buying or already bought presents for their loved ones. And I was like, I ain't getting you shit, sir. <laughs> you are stressing me out. Like my depression, I was about to go on anxiety or trying to get anxiety medication for my doctor because I was so drained. And I've heard that anxiety medication can help like get you more motivated or like help you like get your shit together. And I was making it all on me when I knew wholeheartedly that he needed to do something but if he wasn't doing it then I had to take things in my because own let's be specific what is the nature of this ex that we discussed uh, said erratic nar- narcissist with, with um but covert Covert. So you wouldn't see it right yes. away. Yes, yes. Over years, they years. show it after they've loved bomb you and pulled you in and made you feel like codependent, and then turn around and, and be then they like get abusive. cold and like very abusive. They leave. They just make you feel like you have to work for their affection. Whereas now, I know that no matter what I do, like of course I'm always gonna be respectful and loving, but no matter our differences, I'm not gonna lose that loving affection that I get from Christopher Shada and from my partner right now. <laughs> because he, he doesn't withdraw. Like he won't take away He his. faces it head on. Yeah, even if it's Alpha. uncomfortable. Even if it's uncomfortable. Zaddy! Yeah. <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> I'm like gonna share this podcast and I'm just gonna hide it from certain people. So I'm just like, y'all don't need to hear this. No, no, no. Let loose. We're being uninhibited. I know. It's just. Okay. Wow. I know. I know. I know. It's okay. No one listens it's to my podcast. Liberating. It's liberating. It's <laughs> liberating. But it's also scary because it is, we have very honest conversations. Yeah, and do. I think it's just scary. 
because I haven't started my podcast yet, I so know. I don't. This is my first like reaction. Welcome, like, just call me Jerry of the day, baby. We're <laughs> sending it. <laughs> sending it. Okay, so you came to realize your worth and that it wasn't your fault that the relationship wasn't working. You came to realize that this was all on him and because that because NLP is neurological linguistic yeah. programming, and if you don't know what it is, look it up. It helps you redirect your mindset, basically. So I was very stuck in this like cycle of blaming myself and like what else can I do why because I never blame the other person like I'll be like oh the way you did this made me feel this way because that's why I learned uh-huh. and then like when other people don't do that and they just deflect and make you feel like shit and then being an empath I'm uh-huh. like oh like I can see it from your perspective but they never like nope. mm-hmm. yeah and they can't respect or ref- give you back the way you treat them like they can't really like oh yeah I reciprocate can- yeah so it's hard to be in that type of relationship and then it gets more toxic because both sides get more resentful so i was resentful because i was being taken advantage of but i also felt like it was my job to fix things even though he should have had the more initiative even though he was the one who needed to go to therapy yeah (laughs) if i may (laughs) but then that doesn't work because i can't nag him to the point where he goes because then he's just gonna say oh well i just did it because because we can't we can lead a horse to water, As but we, we can't make them drink. And these people that we speak of don't even are in such denial because of their ego defense mechanisms that they don't realize it's and their... dissociative matters. Oh, like they dissociate yeah, yeah, yeah. so hard. So whether that's substance, like thrill seeking, yeah. whatever it is, avoidance of processing it, and then for that reason become very resistant to treatment. Exactly. And so even if we did therapy together or by himself. I would never know because of how many lies I ingested from this male. <laughs> um, it was very exhausting because looking back, I'm just like, wow, I can piece together certain lies, but then other ones, I don't know whether it's a lie or truth. Oh. And I'll never know. And it doesn't really matter because I'm out of that situation. Bless the Lord. Yeah. Thank for you. you for leaving. Um, Seriously. But at the end of the day, as you said, like sometimes if that person didn't break out with you, would you guys would keep going no because we have such unconditional love and we like <gasps> want we want to help people and help fix people and help them heal but, but that's need, our that's called being a martyr trauma resp- and that's a yeah, trauma that's that's my trauma response same. that's why i've had trust issues with friends more than boys which is hilarious because looking at my track record i'm like bitch you should have had the same way that you thought about friendships and best friendships as you did with you're like how do we miss these red flags <laughs> But it's so true. And I think, again, as we were talking about earlier when we were eating, we were talking about how high school just, we're, we're being, we're answering to somebody all the time. We have to ask to go to the washroom. We have to ask to make sure, like, if you get your period, you literally have to embarrass yourself. If you have a male teacher, yeah. he's going to be like, why do you have to leave the class right now? I'm like, do you want me to bleed everywhere? But we weren't ballsy enough to say shit like that. But it's just like, you get embarrassed and you feel like you can't speak out. And then you're silenced. And then you get to university. And then you're just thrown into the pond and you're expected to know how to write essays. You're supposed to know how to like perfectly word everything in a way that university was the steepest learning curve. First year was rough. First year was hey news. I was also a sad girls girls club in first year. Guess what guys? First year is going to be rough. You may be as we talked about also a manic drinker which i was not a what a manic pardon drinker like oh i did not i I didn't didn't. i'm a uid smoker yeah (laughs) and i didn't i i didn't drink in high school i had like one hey y'all and like after graduation i I, like i was lit (laughs) you still have a low tolerance i still do you're small i'm small but also because i didn't ingest at such a young age my body didn't Uh, tolerate it see i've been abusing substances (laughs) since i was 13 years old so and also i want i want to add before we carry on 
um, and go back to how you set those intentions and manifested now that you're, you got once you got out of that relationship I just want to add not only like in high school and university like in the educational setting is it controlled like that and then and mm-hmm. then extremely it's like goes from one we said it goes from one extreme to the other where in high school you're coddled and held and, you, ba- and you're not respected you're seen no. as a child you're treated like a baby yeah and then in university it goes to the polar opposite you're an no adult one, no one wants to see you succeed everyone wants to see you fail and it's on you to succeed or not dude if i sink or swim baby it is sink or swim and i will always say dude that i made it i came off anti my first time being on antidepressants i came off halfway through first year and i I, and i was unmedicated for the rest of my degree and i will take this to my grave dude if i can make it through a university degree unmedicated that was the hardest shit of my life i I remember that i can make it through anything the housing as well like the fact that in high school you're also living with your parents spoon fed again yeah and taking care of yourself but personally being someone who was raised in an abusive toxic household that is also a major factor that i had zero autonomy at home either and was like abused at home and so then and then you're thrown out into the world and now you're like not only do i like am i thrown out of the trauma bonds you know what i'm saying like you learn that codependence and it could be in a relate it could be like the same as your relationship too the codependence once you rip yourself out of that dude that shit is terrifying to go out to leave back to leave your abuser and to go out and make it on your own and learn how to be self-reliant and fall in love with yourself and know realize your self-worth and 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 that's what i had to figure out on the way out of that relationship because it's so hard if i didn't start the nlp training with her thank you Catherine. again you are amazing um Catherine definitely highlighted the homework she gave me it was daunting to start doing that and not having the emotional or physical emotional levels to get there. Uh-huh. Like I already felt crippling before I even looked at like Because it is the it's, the analogy would be learning how to swim by literally throwing your child in and being like sink literally sink or swim like you are either going to drown or you are going to swim and in the real world no one gives a fuck whether you sink or swim. I know it's scary. Guys. You have to go you, you dude there's people that are going to be there for you but at the end of the day whether or not you begin to try and reframe your thinking and set intentions and pull yourself out of hardship or bad situations, no one else is going to do it for you. That's all I have to say. It's true. Everyone, listen closely. Setting intentions. Being intentional with your time, which... Yes. And your energy. Yes. And not feeling bad for canceling. Because, like, yes! every, every time that somebody's canceled on me, I never take it personally. I might get bummed because I would be really excited to see yeah. that person. But I'm, like, last yesterday, yeah. we were supposed to have lunch yesterday, but I didn't breakfast. want it. Breakfast. I was dying, though. But, yeah, <laughs> I didn't want her to, A, I didn't want such a short time with you. I'd yeah. rather have, like, a full day with you. And then the other thing is, like, it's okay. Like, you might plan for something next month, and by next month, you're in a whole different mindset. Uh-huh. You can't make the appointment. It just can't happen because you're not. It's worse to force yourself to do something that you know you can't physically or emotionally set yourself to. <laughs> Distractions. <laughs> no, 100%. Dude. Then to, like, postpone and then have the time later. Like, yeah. it's okay. And you should never. If your friends make you feel bad. They're for, not your friends. Yeah. They're just vampires they're energy vampires and i've been surrounded by more energy vampires in my entire life than i could fucking count and only recently have both sammy and i i'm 24 years old i'm 24 we're both 24 years old 97 baby and and it literally took us until this year to both fucking realize our worth and realize and the mantra now i will not apologize for protecting my energy know your worth and protect your energy set your boundaries know your non-negotiables know how you want to be treated and don't allow anything else now sammy 
how I got out. You of got it. out of your shitty relationship. Writing things down. I, how I did was, you move forward? My homework was to literally write down what I'm getting out of the relationship versus what I'm giving versus what I want. Right. So, so like, like pros cons kind of, but like a complex like it was complex, like a Venn diagram. <laughs> well, for me, I was trying to make it easy. I was just like, you know, thing line. And then, like, separating them by columns, everyone, okay. like, an export, ex- Excel ex- worksheet. Oh, she made a spreadsheet. Oh, well, shit. Well, like, a physical one on paper. Okay, <laughs> I was like, did this bitch really, like, no. go make a full-ass Excel no, spreadsheet? I was exhausted. <laughs> now, I was like, pen, paper, let's go. Okay, 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 okay. Physical. Um, but it really helped to, like, realize how empty what I was getting was and how full what I give what I was physically giving, emotionally giving, like spiritually giving to this uh-huh. person that couldn't and wouldn't because if you can't, you won't. Uh, if you don't have access to the tools, you literally can't give somebody back that energy. So I was always feeling so drained, but still waking up early to make them breakfast, to make sure they'd eat because if they're not, they're only eating one time at work, that gets me nervous because then their energies are going to be more emotionally like oh gosh off the charts. Like he was like- You're having to monitor both of your behavior. It was exhausting. I'm like, I'm not your mom. Like, I shouldn't have to make you... You know, I've heard people say that, like, sometimes if you're dating a beta, like, in a hetero relationship, that sometimes having a boyfriend is like just having a dumb son. (sighs) (laughs) It is, though, because... Not if you date an alpha, like, zaddy. (laughs) (laughs) Crystal poop. But because it's, like, you're... I was with him from, like, 19, right? Like, I met Holy, him in 2016. I forgot. It sounds weird when you say that I loud. met him in 2016, everyone. So it was, like, that whole relationship, I feel like... That's why they say teenage relationships only can go so far uh-huh. sometimes. Because if that boy is happy being stagnant... Stunted, stagnant, so, yeah. all of the above. Somebody like me and you, Linz, like, we want to keep growing. Growth meter is steady and uh-huh. consistent, and it's keep, it keeps going. And it will surpass certain friendships and oh, relationships. I've already outgrown multiple friendships. Yeah, it's same. And I sad. feel bad because I enjoyed that time with that person, but I know that relationship would not serve me now. Yes. Ah, that's what I mean. Purging ourselves of what does not serve us, of negativity. Because if you do not purge the things that do not serve you, if you hold on to old things, even, like, if you Friendships hold on- from, like, when you were two years yeah. old those don't serve you if, if they're you're not 18 serving you, and you hate each other you also won't have room in your life to make room for good your things. blessings and the good things because you're holding on to the toxic things that are just causing more toxicity because uh-huh. if you have feedback a loop <laughs> feedback loop baby and you need that energy like if me, me and Linz are close enough well i don't even care i will travel to the ends of the world for you oh <laughs> fuck oh, i'm not crying you're crying it's true we're both so you were talking about Intention. your Excel spreadsheet? Yes. <laughs> you need to write down if you're unhappy right now. You don't even have to be in a relationship. It could be a friendship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be a platonic thing. It could be anything. A, a friendship with, or not even friendship, relationship with your mom, dad, partner, who? Sibling. Ever, yeah. Anything. Coworker. Familial, outside. Familial. Or just people that you're seeing yourself spend more time with. What are you getting from it? <laughs> what are you getting from it? What are you giving to it? And what do you want from it? And do the wants and what you're getting do they wow. kind of come together or if not if what they're giving you is stress anxiety frustration like confusion like doubt a fucking aneurysm <laughs> <laughs> like doubt is the biggest thing because if you doubt yourself that's Ew. where gaslighting can yes. easily affect you especially because i'm pr- we are prone to self-doubt because yeah. of the mistreatment in our but history. because we're empathy like and that, empathetic yeah. our empathy can get the best of us oh, and sure, kind of dude. ruin our chances of seeing red flags because we're so overly empathetic that it can feel like a burden because why am I so emotionally like aware 
but this person is so like missing it they're just missing it <laughs> in one ear out the other and, so, and they can tell you all the pretty words as we were talking uh-huh. about oh they know how to appeal to your emotions oh. in the ways that serves them i'll and tell being you that. that poet bitch like words are so <laughs> sexy to me and that's why so you like, cling to every I word cl- i cling to the like the good shit and like the semantic meanings of it, words not the not the intentions behind them necessarily and then i miss the same fucking- i'm the queen of missing red flags dude look at my dating history is pathetic <laughs> Uh, shout out to any of my exes. You aren't shit. I just have attachment issues. Okay, moving forward. Now we can carry on. <laughs> yes. No, it's just very hard to be the person that's so opposite of how the person you're with perceives what's going on. So as you said, perception. Uh-huh. Perception is everything. And you can, you need to challenge your perception. Like, uh-huh. that people are like, well, then why do women choose to, like, date abusive men? And I was like, are you, no, well, that's not how it works. It's usually that masking. Uh, People will present to you what they want you to see so that you fall in love with them. And then when they get comfortable is when they'll start to show their true colors when they're safe. Like, it's very tactical. Like People you, wear masks. And, yes. like, humans in general. Like, we don't... We are very authentic with each other. And this is a very authentic podcast. Yes. But generally, in the day-to-day, no. we all are like... I'm masking yeah, all the time I'm fine. Yeah. No, no worries here. Like, as if we don't go through daily struggles or, like... But nobody fucking wants to hear about it, right? Like, you don't tell the security guard how your day is really going and they'd always make fun of it in movies when they're trying to be like sarcastic because oh, nobody does that mm-hmm. you're not gonna just tell the guy how your day is and like oh yeah my wife's divorcing me and oh, nobody yeah. wants that no they, they want it to be like the polite social narrative that just is I'm like a courtesy fine. that's like okay i'm alleviated of this courtesy now because i've acknowledged it but so recognizing red flags is the point they're not always in plain sight you need to try Find them. Actively to be finding them and, and that be was on the offensive. Be on the offensive. That was my biggest problem. I wasn't on the offensive. Yeah. You I, were you I was for just the best taking, in people. Yeah, so you expect that people will be giving their best. Cause I give my best. Because we give our best. But we no, give our not best. many people match that energy. And that's why we said match energies with people that you are surrounding yourself with you can have people that you hang out with that maybe don't match you but you're gonna have a better quality of life mm-hmm. if you intentionally and this is coming back to intention if you intentionally bring yourself around spaces that can bring back that energy that you're bringing and if you're bringing a thousand percent you'd want to hang out with somebody that's giving you a thousand percent yes and that's what i think is relationship this friendship so you set your intentions on what you expected to get out of a partnership is that correct like i how did you manifest your partner okay so because you said you manifested like exact traits like you said because when she told me to write down what i wasn't getting the things i wanted i literally got the things i wanted (laughs) and more after the relationship had ended and he moved out abruptly (laughs) i took that time to be like yo all right First of all, I'm not making a dating profile. I want to make like a chatting, friendship, seeking profile. And I know guys are going to swipe on me because they think I am attractive or whatever. But the ones that are actually cool and actually can have a conversation and not the guys that are just like, hey, when you coming over? Here's a dick pic. Here. Um, well, so you're going to let me smash or not? Like, I can cook you a meal, though. And it's just like, am I really redu- reduced to one meal equaling my vagina like i didn't know that one meal dude i thought we was were the, the ticket meal. i thought right we were, aren't we the meal we are the whole damn half meal. excuse me our whole big mac baby no honestly <laughs> honestly so so I'm writing not- it down yeah. literally help as you it said, solidifies it 
spells. Oh yes, oh yes, I've heard that words are spells and that we need to be intentional with your words. With our use of words also because negative words or like statements with a negative connotation and an energy are a lot more powerful than positive ones and therefore in order to have yes it's easier to slip into the negative ones and it's also easier for those negative statements and thoughts to have a greater impact because you need less of them to have the same impact so you need to be outweighing the negative thoughts with positive with positive ones and not toxic positivity and not Not like no not unconditional positivity acting like there's nothing wrong because that's fucking bullshit it's the same thing i talked about fucking like body neutrality mental health neutrality like also like yeah like recognize that's the point of mindfulness though yeah and self-awareness is that you recognize things feelings will come and go but you would know your worth and therefore that would be your constant and if you know your worth, and as you said, you're dating yourself, you went celibate, you don't want any part no. of having somebody else fulfill you if you are you yourself are not fulfilled within. Exactly. And starting within and moving outward, you're more likely to find that other spiritual being. Because I don't think you would be happy with somebody who's not spiritual. Oh, absolutely. Ugh, no. Like, there should be a spiritual <laughs> dating app. Somebody, like, please, let's go Co- dating app. All in favor of making CoStar do some updates so that CoStar uh, can be my new dating app. That would be so cool. I'm sure people already Dude. use it like that. That. probably friendships turning into more yeah because then yeah, i've been adding all my friends on costar and then when i have a high compatibility with someone i'm like mm, it, uh, keep that in mind <laughs> if they ever go gay you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> but exactly like you just need to be aware of the things you need so the both, things you want out of your partner you if you can't identify your needs then how, how are you going to find someone to fulfill them and that's also how we also missed red flags because we didn't, didn't realize know. we didn't write down yeah. and compare what we're getting physically from that relationship yeah. we only heard the pretty words I and clung, again yeah i clung, I clung to, to the, the small words. amounts of love and affection i got and that's so sad because i feel like that's not what we are deserving of i think we're deserving of like queen status queen treatment agreed love tr- like Transparency, like Transparency. I think that's another. I just thing. want open and honest communication. Like, is I that too much to ask? But Damn. I think a lot of people in their twenties and thirties, like a lot of people in the new, like millennial slash Gen Z, like we are, we don't have access to as many partners that I think are as you Quality. said. <laughs> like the internet and we have access to oh, communication. No, we, you no, it's, it's lackluster yeah. mm-hmm. in the superficial. Day. Yeah. Because it's gotten to such bullshit texting that people can't even relate to each other or be spiritually aware. And their third eye, again, going back to the self and focusing Uh inward. If you don't open that third eye and see society and the world as... Like, don't get too bogged down. Like, I've been bogged down before, especially when COVID started. I was looking at the death meter, like, every fucking day. And I was like, the anxiety was very much there. So, So I think don't get too bogged down by the world and societal pressures and how fuck shit is. Focus on yourself and center yourself to be able to use your creativity, Uh to be free in that creativity, and hopefully make the connections you need for that next level. What we're saying, just to reiterate... just to solidify the point so you all remember it better. What we're saying, both of us have come to this independently, interestingly enough, but kind of at the same time and that we're talking about it today is seems serendipitous. It is. I love serendipity. Yeah, we're both stepping into our divine femininity. We're both realizing our worth. We're realizing, we're like, we've done the investigation down into what our core needs and desires are, what motivates us, what brings us happiness. And so from that, once you get to know yourself, once you can love yourself, then you can start to decide 
what is it do you want and what do you expect from your partner? What kind of treatment will you or will you not tolerate? Shout out to Dante Nero, Nero on the Beige Phillips show. He calls them non-negotiables. You need exactly. to you need to establish things that she, you are not willing to negotiate on in a relationship, and they are she bottom me do that too. Point bank period, like break, deal breakers, like Catherine. You have so for me right now, yeah. like I am very triggered when people like raise their voice at me, even if they're not yelling at me, like any kind of thing triggers me. So I'm like, listen, like, dude, like if the next time I start dating, like I'm on a hiatus, you ended up meeting your dream partner almost immediately. Like three weeks, guys. It was fucking bonkers. (laughs) Shout out to Christopher. Because it happened really fast for you because everything became aligned really quick, right? Because I started within that dead relationship. I started my self-work within that relationship. And even throughout COVID, even though we weren't necessarily like together like even though we lived together it felt like a lot more like we were cohabitating but not necessarily was it companionate kind of like companionship it just felt like he came home you were roommates roommates almost like more than partners that were toxic roommates yeah (laughs) because like i wanted to go on like hikes i wanted to get more outside and he just wanted to play video games like if i'm trying to get out and get into the fresh air i know too many girls in these kinds of relationships why are these copy paste relationships i was talking to somebody about this and we're like people like let them play video games they should be single if you want to choose video games over your girlfriend you shouldn't have a girlfriend video games are actually fucked though there's some research new psychology research coming out on their effects anyway that's a whole other topic that's that's another podcast but you're non-negotiable so like give me give us some examples of the things that you were manifesting like your non-negotiables and the traits that you wanted so one of that you you said you really stood out to me you said and by the way again reiterating there's one thing to think about it but the power when we said words or spells you need to write it because when you write it it it, helps. it convinces yourself that yeah. it's true because it's real on paper and now it you're makes reading it concrete it and you're rewiring your brain instead of yes. like self-doubting because you'll say it maybe in your head but then you'll be like oh no 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 it's but like affirmations and shit it's affirmations and get into the daily dose of affirmations because that shit is so powerful and that's uh-huh. how i manifested him okay tell me tell me tell me tell me okay tell me. okay okay so we've been waiting for this we've been building this part of the story up for so long about how you manifested your dream zaddy okay so <laughs> end of relationship she made me journal like every day for a week bro this was so hard i did the homework but i also kind of didn't do it the way i should have done it every night but at the end of the day <laughs> at the end of the week i had seven days but it worth worked of, because i was like yeah. what i'm grateful for in the morning and then what i'm happy about in the day or like what my partner did for me during that day or something right and if you're not if the only good things out of your list are things outside of your partner and that partner is not giving you things back then that's reiterating kind of where you are in that relationship if within a week i don't feel you know connected or like spiritually awakened then i'm just dying my soul is just irked oh gosh yeah it's 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 bleeding for some kind of higher meaning in this relationship but because this person's turned off their they're dissociating Uh they're they're turning away from their self and they're They're checking out yeah and it's hard to be in a relationship when somebody's checked out. You're like, okay, guess I'll talk just to need, myself. Yeah, I'm just chilling by myself here. <laughs> guess we're all alone now. So it was very lonely for me the last, like, five months. I feel like I felt, I knew it was coming to an end, but it was... Ew. It's, just, it's like coming to an end, but how do you end something that you clearly invested so much time and emotion and you believe so heavily in it and now what you're supposed <laughs> to give up on <laughs> It's just so hard. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I couldn't hold it in there. It's. <laughs> I um was thinking about other people that I know in these copy-paste relationships that you are described <laughs> with the gamer boys. And I am literally, like, I've had this exact same conversation with way too many people. And girl, and like, girl, girl, leave. Girl, leave. And the girl's like, 
No, but we've spent so much time on Unless Daddy. you're a gamer girl and you guys can do quality time playing video yeah. games and you're a gamer girl and you can be with that shit. You have For, those mutual interests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck? For me, it was like it was like a small thing he did during university because he had to study a lot but then once he was outside of that and working it got worse yep because he had more time yep. free time so if you're not studying i didn't know he was going to replace that with video games so so if i had known from the beginning we wouldn't have dated that uh-huh. long like i think when you start dating university everyone it is dangerous to believe that this could be forever because you don't know what that person's oh like outside gosh. of school me in university i to best describe would be um you know when you're like trying to shovel out water from a tr- like a yeah you know when it's like flooding and then and you're like trying to like shovel it out but then it just keeps getting replaced with more water and no matter how hard you try it's still overflowing that was me and you like i was like i'm on the brink of death yeah she had it rough y'all no i, I didn't have it rough though i just have shitty mental health your journey was rough through university <laughs> we're, we're wow. i said you have it rough because you're oh, dealing okay. with your internal struggles i'm battling myself <laughs> yeah as well as university because University is a battle, everyone. Um, University is a fucking fight. You gotta, life. you have to claw for those grades. Yeah, you know, tooth and nail. Like some universities or colleges are like super lax with their chill marking, but UVic was fucking brutal, mate. And so yeah, people are definitely different then. It's different. Everybody's journey is gonna be different through university, but it is still a battle because you're battling your own like procrastination. You're uh-huh. battling your your mind drifting and being like Netflix, <laughs> Netflix. I would have I would always have Netflix Dude. in the background while writing an essay because I was like I can't stand the silence. Because then you're wondering if you have an attention disorder <laughs> or not. <laughs> I need to hear sounds. <laughs> Dude, I'm the same way. I like. If it's too quiet, I can't focus because then my intrusive thoughts just take over. For a while, I couldn't fall asleep without music. Like, I literally wouldn't be able to go to sleep without some, like, therapeutic music in the background. Or just music, like, on my playlist. Like, I wouldn't even care what it is as long as there's just a faint mm. voice coming from. It fills the void. I don't know what it is. I literally, for a while, like, could not sleep without. So, That's like, hilarious. that was a bad... But now, like, because I'm peace, I'm at yeah, peace, same. I'm in love. Mindfulness. Mindfulness does the same mindfulness. thing. So you started mindfulness and your process of manifesting your dream partner five months before your first relationship or last relationship ended. Yeah. yeah. I so manifested because I was journaling. I was writing more okay. breakup songs, but, like, they were still songs. Breakup songs? Because my, my I needed before to get Before they broke it up. She wrote the breakup <laughs> songs before they broke up. Because it was We can't. You were going to skim past that. Like, it wasn't something hilarious. It was, like, up and down, though. It was just like i never knew because his temperament uh-huh. i just never knew a very volatile individual so what happened then after you did break up so i found him on facebook dating shadow the new guy facebook. yeah so i found him he was kind of an outlier so he was in my for you like people that have swiped on you kind oh, okay of thing. so he found me and then i went through people that have liked you and found this zaddy um who was 39 so he was like four years older than what i capped it at 35 but it was crazy because it's like we just started talking in like literally paragraphs not just like the shit that most boys are like uh, <laughs> so dry texting so dries me up like none other yeah <laughs> it's i if you can write a solid paragraph and use the right your because that was my biggest pet peeve in the last relationship so <laughs> zaddy has been a alpha since day one and he's and what did you good manifest writer. though you manifested I, this shit though talk, i want to know about the dog Okay, oh, yeah, I just shook me. Because I manifested, like, when that ended, when I was swiping. And mostly for friendship, right? I had it on friendship and talking. Like, and it was COVID. It's like, 
Facebook dating and chatting with random people is basically my only way. Interesting. Because Tinder is such a hookup app. Yeah, I didn't it's want... It's the booty app. It's the booty app. It's the booty app. But Facebook dating for me, it started off just more a platonic search because I wanted to start off with friends with somebody. And if it turned into something, great. Mm-hmm. And with Chris, though, it turned so quickly. It was like we built up conversation for like maybe a week. Ooh. And then like on the, like the end of the month, like right before it was like the first of December, like we met up. He came over, we walked with his dog, and I, and I, you said you I manifested that I wanted to date the next guy with a dog. So I was I was looking at people's profiles, and if they had a dog in there, I was like, oh, this, this is more likely. Oh, that's so cute. I was like, okay, you have a chance. And he was so handsome, and I really liked his smile. Like, he had a really, I felt like through the picture, and it said he was a paramedic. I was like, oh my god, he cares Ooh. about people. And I just, I really liked. You could sense the vibe. I just saw the profession, and knowing that you went through that training mm-hmm. to be able to resuscitate a human that's crazy you're saving people's lives and sammy's like can you pay my bills it's just so attractive to like know this person's already empathetic let's say if i know their birthday's coming up i'm gonna remember conversations we've had and be intentional with my gift giving and yes. not just like oh i'll just give them a gift card oh i'll just buy them something that they're not gonna use like uh-huh. intentions people and this brings it back very to having intentions with how you do things and that's why writing something down is intentional and writing it down once you write a goal down that brings it into manifestation mode and then when you read it aloud you're reading the spell aloud into the universe and once you ask the universe for what you want we have both seen that once you ask for it, it shall come. In through the front door, it shall walk. This reminds me of some other metaphor. I'm not going to be able to quote it properly, That's but there's okay. some quote about having direction, right? Because if you do not have a direction, if you do not have goals, if you do not have... If you're just something you are, Yeah, if you are just floundering around, no doubt you're going to struggle, right? And so the, the paraphrasing this quote goes something like, you can't sail your ship on calm waters right you need like wind to blow you in a direction like you need to be but it's so true right like you need to be intentional and i think people that are lost have lost the intention of why they're doing what they're doing the whys the motivations the needs like what everyone has a different reason for for doing doing what they do you need to fuck that was creepy (laughs) you need to find out your why yeah what's like literally i don't mean to sound dramatic but like what the fuck is like what's the point of you living like what's your purpose here exactly what's your meaning what's the meaning take it down guys write it down right now (laughs) this is an exercise um write down where you are where you want to be what you're getting from what you're doing now and where you like what you actually need out of the job you have Uh and if it's not aligning baby if it's like the relationship i was in last year (laughs) sad girl year um (laughs) then you need to get out of that situation jobs are out there you will make it in this life you do not need to be fear is an illusion if you cling to the fear of failure within capitalism you will stress for your entire life chasing money and you will never find happiness like some people yeah like some people if you do not first realize that like if your peace of mind and your happiness and your well-being is not being put first or if it comes just from monetary value yes external stimuli yeah Mm -hmm. if money's the only thing that you think because it's not true everyone but if you think money's the only thing keeping you you know happy oh money is what keeps the world going but love is the new currency baby and creativity because it's freeing to be able to creatively come up with something that is in your head and of course you're always borrowing you're always taking from other people's creations but that's the coolest thing about creation everybody's creation is so vastly different because we all have we all grew up in different towns we all grew up with different families we have all these different perspectives and challenging like experiences that add to that like creative power and that impact and that 
diversity of human emotions. <laughs> <laughs> There's another bug. He's Sammy, buzzing. He's switching. But no, so what my I was going to... My hair gonna, is so big. It's just I don't want it in my hair. It's okay, both of you and me both. Um, so what, but what I was going to say, though, is to people like that, I, I, it breaks my heart when I see people keeping themselves at toxic jobs that hurt them. Because it doesn't thinking, allow their creativity. She doesn't have energy for mm-hmm. the, her creative passion. Because I'm like, even if you do successfully save up money and like you're thinking that you're going to be able to move out in the future, like what if you've burnt yourself out so much you're not even able to enjoy the freedoms that you get to way too late like why not quit now there are jobs Try out there like do other like or do a part-time job doing do part-time you job love. something you love and not worry about money so much as long as you can like put food on your table live like a fucking monk for a minimalist month. be minimalist dude buddha was minimalist. right dude your suffering is attached to material it is because world you were talking about being homeless i was i would rather homeless. be homeless than be in another abusive relationship yeah Literally, or in a in an unhappy environment. To or be happy and homeless, there are a lot of people around this world that don't have much. They don't have many possessions, but what they do have, they have empathy. They have love. They have storytelling. They yeah. have creativity. They have ways of getting food, getting people to hear their struggles and reaching out. People, people, and connecting are so important. And I feel in this so interconnected individualistic (laughs) individualistic culture social media makes it seem like we're so sociable but realistically how many people do you know with social anxiety i know a million and sometimes i get social anxiety i don't have social anxiety but i will be in a situation where i will be overthinking because i don't know these people and it makes me feel uncomfortable because i I feel like so many people are so fake with how they Mm -hmm. interact and it makes me scared that my authenticity and my truth like my mom has said in relationships she's like sometimes you're just too honest Samantha yeah and I'm like well if they can't handle it <laughs> I'm just <sighs> like well it's not my fault <laughs> Literally, I'm not no. afraid of like the truth and even if the truth hurts me I'd rather have it smack me in the face like last year Dude. than to keep going and lying to myself this is exactly why I started the podcast because I have spent my entire life masking and diminishing and like yeah, like we already established where you and I are both kind of like the goofy, like we're goofy, we're the we're fun ones, goofy little weirdos, right? And I have spent my whole life being like you, like Lindsay, you're so weird, like why are you so weird, like weird. chill. I diminished myself for other people's comfort for my most of my life because, yeah, exactly for the reasons you said. I'm a little more unapologetic in that way. I'm trying to be like you. Well, if we hang out, it'll rub off. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm so happy that like we're able to share this experience because I feel like we've also as we're talking even now but when we were talking about everything first catching up mm-hmm. we literally went on a whole side tangent when we were talking about my story with oh, yeah. my sad girl last year and like you're teaching me while i'm like talking about things because i want to learn more about what the fuck i went through so that i can digest oh. it and it helps me like you know you're i'm being like wowed while you're kind of filling in gaps that i didn't even, i wasn't able to it was very helpful because i feel like it felt like I was crazy. It felt like I was crazy. That's what they're good at. Uh, this is what I've been saying. So I've said this on narcissism. I've said this on episodes before. The beauty of recognizing, first of all, ego death, and second of all, the duality of your mind that you can be a passive observer of your thoughts. Once you start recognizing how much other people thoughts are not real, don't have to be true. No, exactly. Thoughts are just thoughts, and you get to decide. You get to decide what, intention, what has power and what doesn't. That's intention. Through your intention and your awareness. Yes, thank you. Mm. <laughs> but other people will 
if they don't have that awareness and yeah like us in the past both of us used to be like this if yeah. somebody acted out and for instance maybe internalize it, they maybe. displace their trauma or their anger onto internalize me it. i internalize it and assume that it is my fault and then it's your turn to fix it even though you don't need to fix anything they need to do Literally. the hard shadow work and they need to do the go to therapy they need to Dude. fucking figure it out because you can't figure it out for somebody no. And you can't even show them the diagram and be like, see no. X, Y, Z and show them the timeline. They would still not believe you because they did not themselves come to that conclusion. They're still in denial. And the denial is a hard <sighs> cup of tea, folks. So henceforth, we speak of conscious awareness, yes. setting intention and manifesting. I want to talk about a method of manifestation that I was taught recently. Yes, please. Because it blew my mind. Tell me everything. So somebody I know showed me the way that they manifest yes. and first of all what they would do they would sit down at the beginning of every single month this would be a monthly thing okay? Ooh, okay so every month i encourage you all let's try you set one try set just one goal for your month like what okay. are you going to accomplish this month like it can be anything my goal i've said this before my goal for 2020 2021 was to fall in love with myself that is an it happened, baby. And it has happened. Like I've stepped into my power. Dude, people who used to fucking walk all over me are shaking Gone. in their boots Gone. right now because they and they think I'm a bitch because I suddenly realize my worth and I'm not a pushover anymore. And but, being a pushover is a side effect of being <laughs> gaslit. <Yes. laughs> like it is a it is a trauma response, I think. It is. So so, so that's what I'm saying. I don't want you guys to think of your goals to only be within capitalism because no, that would be because against the, being a granola exactly, hoe. Exactly. So I just wanted to reiterate that your goals could also just be internal. But so you sit down at the beginning of every month, you write down your goals. Your goals could also be like, you know, like I want to go take a camping trip this month kind of thing, right? Or like I, my business achieved this much revenue, right? So this guy was telling me, he was like, writes his goals out in a bullet point form of what his goals for the month are. And then, before even any more time has elapsed, still at the beginning of the month, he will go and write a whole journal entry as if time-stamped, as if it were the end of the month. So it's, it's still the beginning of the month, though, in real time. So let's say it's, Ju it's fucking yeah, no, no, July. I okay, I'm just, for everyone else listening, oh, I just, I just want to make sure that it's very clear. Yeah. Because this you're could smart. easily be... <laughs> you're, smart. You're, you're slowing it down. Okay, I'm just slowing sorry. it down and making sure people understand because I have a bad habit of talking too fast and missing important words. Yes. Same here. So, oh, so let's just say, for example, it's July 1st. We all sit down. We write a list, bullet point list, of what we want our goals to be for July. Now you flip the page and you're going to write July 30th or 29th. And then you're going to be like... And you're going to say, this month was awesome. Like, my business achieved X amount in revenue. Like, my trip to Tofino was awesome. I'm feeling really aligned with myself and I've really fulfilled my goal of knowing my worth and loving myself and setting my boundaries. You speak as if you already accomplished your goals. By writing them, it's another spell. To go, yeah, to go beyond the mere power of just making it concrete, writing it on paper, to write it as, as if, if you've it's already, already achieved. You've already done it. It's within your reach. Exactly. It, it makes it, you reform it because now you believe it in your brain. So now you're going to make it happen yeah. because you've made it a manifestation. You have created that spell for yourself and not a spell like, trying to like hex somebody but you're you're putting spells into your life so that you are communicating kind of with the universe like yeah. you're telling hey i'm gonna be this i've already done this congratulations you've yeah. already yeah. gotten the house you've already gotten into grad school you've already whatever it is you want set that intention at the beginning of the month as lynn said and write it down and another way if you want to do more daily affirmations or just random affirmations and not necessarily 
beginning of the month, like big goals, yeah. but just manifestation because this fucking works. Daily affirmations you can do that aren't yeah. necessarily goal setting, but like affirmations to bring more positive mindset or it could be goals, whatever you want it to be. It's yeah. less pressure if mm-hmm. it's not a goal, but this one is three, six, nine. Um, it's kind of a spell too because it's Tell like more. you do three lines writing the same sentence so you say I will have the money for therapy at the end of the month or mm-hmm. I will have therapy this year and I will take it seriously yeah because then you're going to force yourself to allocate that budget because otherwise you'd be a hypocrite so you're yourself. doing that three times and then the cool. next the next six okay. is I am in therapy and then the next nine sentences that you're going to repeat are going to be, congratulations, you've successfully overcome this, whatever you're struggling with in therapy. Congratulations. And nine times. Wow. So then it's three, six, nine. And it's very powerful. That sounds, because repetition in thought is powerful because that's how you three, six, nine, solidify, baby. solidify the neural pathways. Like every spiritual group I'm in, these girls are literally like, They've manifested their house. They've manifested getting Whoa. school for their kids. Like like that, you can manifest, guys. Like, you if can. you want to move to New York, fucking manifest that shit. Write it down. Fucking say, Literally. by the end of the year, I will be living in New York. And that's what I mean when I say the only thing inhibiting you. And yes, we recognize privileges. We recognize disadvantages. We recognize the intersectional influences. Yes. Because we are spiritual folk that understand We're, that nothing is binary. Nothing is one or the other. Yes. There's no black there and nothing. white. It's like gray. Everything Shades is of gray. gray. Everything is shade. Sociology, baby. 50 shades of gray. <laughs> just like my king. More than 50. <laughs> thousands and thousands. But that's what I mean when I say, like, you know, it's gone now again. <laughs> <laughs> when she says that creation. No, it was. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> People. More Karens. <laughs> No, what the fuck? I've said it multiple times before. The only thing inhibiting you is your imagination. That's what I mean. Yes, there obviously are people that face more disadvantages. We recognize that. People with privileges, I hope you acknowledge your privileges and that you have a leg up and that you getting a two-bedroom apartment is easier for you to fucking manifest than other people maybe. However, at the end of the day, don't ever forget that if you carry with you intentions... And creativity. creativity, Getting creative about how you go about it. Yes, be, that's what I mean. Your imagination, you have to be creative and problem solving. Especially if you already know your disadvantages. Like, let's say skin tone. Let's say, like, uh-huh. where you live. Because so in Canada, status. it might be easier than some yeah. other country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, where you live in the world, where you are at, your class, like, yeah. where you are in the class system, everything obviously will give you... Your gender. Yeah. <laughs> gender, height, looks, everything. Yep. Everything comes into intersectionality. But at the end of the day... You know you're um, in society where you are and how you need to move to get where you need to, but still be authentic. Still don't sell out to capitalism as Lynn's always highlights. Down with the, like, <laughs> down with the man. Yeah, stick it to the man for real though. This time for real, like not like the last time the hippie movement happened and nothing no, kind of flopped. Like this flopped. time, it, there's no we can't rising. We can't fumble this time. No. Because there's so many people starting their own businesses. We're realizing with the internet and all these people teaching, outing the fucking system and being like, you can be your own businessman and you're going to, even if you make less money than you did in your corporate job, you will have more write-offs, which means you'll have less tax to pay. Yes. I've come to the belief, honestly, that you could do whatever the fuck you want, essentially. And that's what I mean. Like, you don't ever feel like you need a job or need a relationship. Or they need, need a you. Person. They need you. They need you. And you will make it just fine on your own. And if, if there's a will, there is a way. Yeah. 
And quite frankly, I think that we live in abundance simply because we exist. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, because we are, like, beings on this earth, by just existing, we live in abundance. And that should be our mindsets. And because once you, again, going back, once you realize your worth, once you step into your divine power... And realize what you're not getting and realizing what you want, Mm -hmm. you have to highlight those things because if you don't... And be very specific. Be specific. Intentional. Be intentional and specific. If you do that you won't even have to chase what you want what you want will come to you baby (laughs) mic drop (laughs) manifestations i'm worried that your audio i keep getting worried the clip's gonna cut off because mine on my phone stops after an hour no oh it's a long one (laughs) you stuck with us still thank you for coming yeah maybe i feel like we we are just recording like in this like if we kept going i feel like yes. i would start to repeat myself yes, yes. i mean i already did repeat certain things because i want to make sure well, they we're highlighting yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 but not in the way that i don't want to keep telling stories that are basically the same story. Like, broken, like a broken record yeah, yeah. I, you. I want them to like hear this and be like oh wow i feel reinforced i feel i know what i need to do whether that's writing in your journal every day once a month in the beginning of the month and then right after writing at the end like as if you're at the end of the month whatever that looks like for you it's gonna be different for everyone and there's obviously not a one-size-fits-all to manifest to start maybe even to start like journaling you don't even have to like necessarily start setting goals i would like to encourage you to start how do you feel how do you you read my mind a feelings journal be like just start practicing being a passive observer to your mind identifying your thoughts and feelings there are no good or bad thoughts that's another thing i learned non-judgmentally acknowledge and passively observe our thoughts if you feel depressed you feel depressed that's not a bad thing that's not a good thing but acknowledge it mental health neutrality exactly acknowledge it and move accordingly the way you need to maybe you need a nap that day maybe you need to recharge or maybe you need to see friends and feel rest is productive yeah and productivity does not need to be in the form of commodity Mm -hmm. We do not always need to mod- m- 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 monetize. No. We do not always need to monetize our every waking minute. Yeah, because it's exhausting and it's also not um, unsustainable. It's unsustainable, it's as you said. Unsustainable. And there's a lot of unsustainable things that are made to be seen normal, mm-hmm. like heavily drinking. <laughs> Which another topic for another Shout day. Out normalized <laughs> alcoholism. <laughs> another day, another topic. Another day, another dollar, baby. You know, this went so well, and this was a what I would call a flow state conversation. I cannot believe it's already been an hour and a half. Me neither. I, I was worried. I was like, is it been three hours? Same. I kept checking because I was anxious. I didn't check because I was like, I am gonna lose track of thought. <laughs> I, I know it. she'll know. We'll definitely do a lot more interviews especially once you get your podcast started Ooh, and then you can come on you mine can, you can come to vancouver yeah i feel like we're not co-hosts but we are co-hosts co-creatives. on e- co-creatives on each other's podcast we're here to uplift one another we're just here to share our energy with y'all bless y'all with these beautiful words and mm-hmm. affirmations like you are beautiful you are good you are powerful believe in yourself today baby believe in yourself you're beautiful you're gonna kill it believe it say that to yourself in the mirror that's another yeah. affirmation that's another manifestation. Looking yourself in the mirror, square in the face. Literally. Talk to yourself. You have to parent yourself. Quite you have frankly. to talk to yourself. You have to talk to yourself. Like She's unlearned a lot. I've unlearned a lot in this like life because you can attach yourselves to toxic people and then gain certain toxic traits mm. or 
trigger responses to toxic traits and then you kind of become toxic because you're trauma responsing all the time Mm -hmm. and i i've had to unlearn real hard in the last like five six years because relationships i went through i was like wow wow (laughs) this is not who i am Mm -hmm. but like just looking yourself in the mirror and just being compassionate with yourself Wow, we've kind of, wow. Full circle. Age, intention. 18, age 18, 19 to 24 have been some rough. Some good, rough, but but like good, good growth for, years. That's for character point. development. That's what I'm saying, dude. Exactly what we're saying. Like, you're going to go through it, but quite frankly, it I should help propel a- you. Appraise it as something positive. Again, I will say things happen for you, they do not happen to you. Do not walk around in life with a victim mentality because it will only hurt you. And you can be a victim, but not be a victim. You can acknowledge it without letting it rule your entire life. And be your identity. Yes. Victimhood should not be your identity. You can admit that you are victimized, but you can say, I am not a victim. I am a survivor. It's just such a beautiful thing. And I think everybody that listens to the podcast, I hope you take this like seriously and put intentions behind your life. If you're unfulfilled, find out what's making you unfulfilled and intentionally changing those things to make yourself fulfilled you have autonomy this life is not that long if you think about it it's very short my time my perception of time is fucked yeah same time goes by way too fast i'll hang out with you and it feels like we've been hanging out for an hour i agree like with other people it will feel like half an hour Uh is like too long you're like i need a week of isolation (laughs) now to recover (laughs) but like that's why i purposely surround myself with good willed intention people Same. now because we're not in university anymore we don't have the excuse oh you're in my class we yeah. don't have that excuse no. i get to put intention behind who i am spending my energy with and if we maybe hit it off but then you i see your toxic traits i'm like actually and this happened with a friend it like i was just like i don't think i can be friends with you because you've already lied to me and kind of tricked me into believing this false ego of yours and i just can't be let down like that like be honest like if you're you can mess up but at least own up to it so then you're coming into friendships thinking it's one thing but then those people kind of turn on you because they haven't done the work they but the the work they talk about in the public so it's like what are you doing more importantly than that a lot of people believe that like personal growth and spirituality is all like light love and like woohoo like no, happiness it's not. like you be careful it's hard guys. dude it's actually so hard it's rough and you're going to lose a lot of people and it's going to feel very hard isolating it's very isolating. it's isolating but then not because then you find but the then right people. if you're patient and you find people who share the most common mindset and if you're too, creating through this so that you're out, having so an outlet mm. if you're creating and you're making even if you're not a good music writer or whatever make poetry write down how you're yes. feeling write down your feelings yeah. whatever it is put intention behind what you're doing and then it'll get you through it you won't feel the fomo you won't care what other people are doing because you're doing the hard work and changing your life turning it around and now you've made it bro because you've changed your mindset which is the hardest thing now you're the best version of yourself you're unbeatable most people don't do that most people don't bulletproof when you're the best version of yourself but isn't that most people don't change their mindset i know a lot of was i not just telling you about how i was like raised in a family of people who've gone their entire lives without shifting their mindsets there's a large, most of the population does live like that. That's why we still exist in these fucked up systems. Yeah, and so that's why we're you here. Can, you can't <laughs> believe pretty words as we say. Intentions and actions are more important than pretty words. And yep. oh, I'll do this, promises, empty appearances. Promises. Appearances, appearances and empty promises. empty promises are the death of like relationships, uh-huh. I think. And like people believe in potential and this is again intentions like if you're intentionally wanting to marry someone but they're not intentionally putting in the effort 
and they're just bullshitting you basically for years, then like, what are you doing? Why are you playing yourself? Why are you not seeing those red flags? And why are you not seeing? Because you're believing. Because you're settling for mistreatment because you think you're going to be lonely and you don't deserve better. Or you don't think you're going to find better. You think this is it. That you think because we think in ultimatums, right? Uh In a way where it's like very black and white. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And we simplify things too much. And we need to be like, well, I know that this isn't the only person for me. And maybe I could be more fulfilled somewhere else. And maybe this person fulfills parts of me, but... I need to be fulfilled on my own. Uh, and that's uh, why self-love. And I don't believe the fact that you have to love yourself before someone else loves you. Oh, my bad. You know what I mean? Because some people think if you don't love yourself, then you aren't worthy of love. Or whatever. Like, you can't have love if you don't love yourself. But I, there's so many people that can grow into loving themselves because somebody else took the chance to That's love a healthy them. relationship. That's, yeah, I know. That's, that's a that different can be, story. That can be codependence. That can lead to codependency. Can I just clarify, though? Yeah. I think what I mean... In, for instance, in my experience, when when I say I could not be loved by somebody else until I love myself is because Openly, I would unconsciously reject it anyways. And so sabotage. Fact, you can't. I would sabotage. And in fact, any healthy, secure, like any people I would start dating who had secure attachments who were like, so quote unquote, like healthy or like yeah. or some shit. Like that would make me run for the hills because I was like. You're scared of that. I was scared of the healthy shit because I thought internally unconsciously i did not know my worth and thought i was deservant of mistreatment and that's that's true that there's a lot of things that so so like maybe somebody who doesn't already have an insecure attachment style and i I, like you're right it is possible it's possible it's possible but like it needs to be healthy and both people need to be fucking conscious and intentional and a lot of people can lead into codependency which is not the healthiest type of relationship because if it starts off good and like even if you're codependent and you're happy, then once it gets to the point where you're codependent and unhappy, that's where the destruction yes. really happens. Yes. So you need to be dependent in each other, like yourselves, independent. But when you come together, like working as a team, coming together healthily, being happy, that's another time, another conversation. But I manifested this man literally by writing down manifestations and how I felt during the day. And being mindful of what you're feeling and not just go go going and like hustling and not <laughs> assessing where you repressing <laughs> as you say repressing avoiding all the ego defense mechanisms dissociating they're all ego defense mechanisms can i point that out literally yep. every word we just said but to wrap it up yeah we got to wrap it to up to reiterate so. i want everyone to walk away from here knowing you are the captain of your own ship you're the shit she said ship but i said you're the shit yeah we took it and ran <laughs> We love you. We appreciate you. Yes. We see you doing the work. We, we see you. We you. hear you. We, we hear love you. you. We love you. We see you. We appreciate you. We appreciate. And go out there and spread some love and positivity. Pay it forward. Pay it forward and attract what you deserve. Attract what you desire. Desire and ooh. Ooh, yeah. desire. Get your desires, girl. Okay. <laughs> Signing off. And- And that's that, guys. Thank you so much for tuning back in to Sky's Limit Podcast. I'm your host, Sammy G. And, you know, keep hydrated, spread love, and share this episode with someone you love. Keep those intentions strong and keep manifesting, baby. See you next time. Bye.